Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We are learning more every single day about what to expect from Tiger Woods in the majors this year. And I think you have to be ecstatic if you're a Tiger Woods fan with the fact that he posted a minus two on Thursday. We'll see what he does today, but at least, at least knock furiously on wood. It would seem he would need to really fall apart not to make the cut going into Saturday and Sunday primetime in the PGA Championship. I think by far... That is the biggest story as we are starting off our Fridays for those of you waking up on the West Coast. A couple of other things that I think are worth considering. Portland Trailblazers close to catching the Memphis Grizzlies. They got another nice win uh, as the uh, eight seed that would theoretically be playing against the uh, the Lakers. That is worth paying attention to. Also, the Miami Marlins continue to win. They have now moved to 6-1, and one, but on a larger scale, Major League Baseball, there's reasons for optimism there. All 30 teams, hopefully, are going to be in action today for the first time since when the Marlins tested positive and everything kind of fell apart with Major League Baseball last week. The Cardinals obviously have had their own issues, but right now, fingers crossed, the hope is that every Major League Baseball team could be and should be playing throughout the weekend uh, back to somewhat of a normal return there. Uh, But the biggest story, I believe, by far remains Tiger Woods and what he did at the PGA Championship on Thursday. Uh, I've got Dub doing research for me. I mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show that uh, that he was going to be in uh, to talk about this because he is the PGA expert. we got Eddie Garcia, who is the expert for everything hockey-related. 
We got Dub, who I would say is the show expert for everything golf-related. And then Danny G is the expert for everything uh, L.A. Homer-related. So uh, we're not talking L.A. Homers right now, although Tiger Woods also a Californian, and the, uh, the golf match is taking place in the Bay Area. Dub, what did you see on Thursday as our resident PGA expert that you think is important to bring up as we get ready for Friday and the weekend at a golf tournament? By the way, how incredible – this is a public course – and it's on the little peninsula there. I mean, how incredible are the aerial shots and everything else from this location? San Francisco is a beautiful place, right? A really, really fascinating, just from a pure geography perspective. It's such a unique venue uh, of a city. But to have this golf course located where it is, it, it doesn't even look real. And I was reading a, st- and a story about it that recently when they had the U.S. Open in the Bay Area – just the last 15 years or so, they used this golf course as a parking lot. Like the fairways, you see this? The fairways of Harding, uh, this golf course, were a parking lot. I think I was reading in the New York Times about the history of golf in the Bay Area that basically people have said, wait a minute, why is this municipal course that is such a jewel, potentially, if it's taken care of, why have we overlooked it? And credit to them for bringing it back in. You can play. Dub, I saw this. I couldn't believe it. It cost $63 for a round of 18 at this course. That's pretty unbelievable. Isn't that crazy? And you're right about that. I read that article as well because this golf course, TPC Harding Park, it's pretty much right across the street from Olympic Club where they've had a number of U.S. Open. So back in, it was 1998, I believe, they used the current course they're playing this week for the PGA Championship as a parking lot because uh, it, it it was a very nice course back in the early days, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and then... They kind of let it go, and it wasn't you know all that anymore. So yeah, they used this course as a parking lot. But so that's a pretty incredible uh, comeback story right there, if you will. But as far as the tournament yesterday, the, to me the biggest thing was the conditions between the guys that teed off in the morning and the guys that went off later in the afternoon. The guys in the morning had a pretty substantial advantage, I'd say, because the wind was a lot less significant, and towards later in the day. It got up to 15 to 20 miles per hour, which is you know not ideal if you're trying to go low uh, on the golf course. Because if you look at the leaderboard, there's a huge group of guys that are at four under. And every single one of those guys teed off in the morning. The only guy that teed off late in the afternoon is one of the co-leaders, Brendan Todd, who a lot of people probably haven't really heard of. But he's a guy that has won twice this year already, and he's a pretty incredible comeback story himself. Back in 2018, just two years ago, he was outside the top 2,000 in the official world golf rankings and was considering retiring. And then as of late, the last year or so, he's been just absolutely on fire and already won twice this year, as I mentioned. Yeah, you know what's interesting? If you are – I know a lot of people are going to uh, to be coming home and they want to kick back and, the, and they're going to be surprised because it's a West Coast golf course. Tiger Woods doesn't tee off, I believe I'm correct on this, until 5 o'clock Eastern, just shy of 5 o'clock Eastern, 4.58 he's scheduled with Rory McIlroy and with Justin Thomas. And then also, uh, Brooks Kepka is going to be teeing off at just after 4.30. So the guys who went off early on Thursday go off in the afternoon, which is typically what happens on Friday to try to balance out the uh, the weather conditions. But that's going to be a pretty awesome afternoon of, uh, of television. A lot of you listening to me right now, when you get home later this afternoon, you're going to be able to put on the television and watch Tiger Woods on this course. 
in prime time till you know almost 10 o'clock eastern right depending on how much uh, backup we see that's pretty phenomenal for the pga and also for the average golf fan even if you have a job if you're on the east coast tiger's not teeing off till almost five yeah it's incredible i mean last night i was up till 9 30 central watching golf it was like a dream it, it, this is like uh golf's version of the u.s open in tennis because you know some of those matches won't even start until 11 p.m eastern so it's kind of like that late night golf action which is which is very rare especially for a major event but tiger i mean if you're a tiger fan and let's be real we're all tiger fans you got to be thrilled with how he played yesterday because I, I watched this whole round from start to finish, and two under was a great score for him yesterday because he he really didn't play particularly well. There was a lot of holes because this course requires a lot of driver and Tiger's he doesn't like to take driver if he if he can help it, but if he can he he kind of got a rhythm towards the end of the round, found some fairways to end it off. So I think if you uh, two under, I think you take that and run with it and uh, see what what this man can do over the weekend. As Brooks Kepka won out of the lead, Jason Day minus five, a lot of guys at minus four. Is Kepka, if you were just, if you had to put $10,000 on a winner and you could only pick one guy, I, I think I would ch- take Kepka just because of how well he's been doing in the majors so far. I know how hard it is to pick one individual golfer to win. But would he be your guy, or would you pick somebody else? I don't. I don't see any explanation on how you would be able to pick someone else. And and you mentioned this earlier in the show. I I really hope he doesn't just take control of this thing and run away with it because I want some entertainment. I want this leaderboard to be absolutely stacked and packed on Sunday. I don't want Kepka to be, you know, fourteen under and then you know, Justin Rose at eight under in second place. That's not what I'm kind of hoping for this weekend, and I think everyone can agree with that. So uh, I love Kepka. He's a beast, but. I sincerely hope he doesn't run away with this thing. When you look at uh, at Tiger Woods, and and I just think he's such a fascinating, uh, not just golfer, but sports figure in general. Because I was thinking to myself as uh, as I watched Tiger play some on uh, on Thursday, and as I plan, frankly, my Friday evening later tonight, I'm going to kick back and watch Tiger. Certainly, the back nine. You know, once my kids are. Uh, at home and I got everything kind of lined up I'm going to watch the whole back nine and probably more than that from Tiger just to see there's almost a nostalgia factor with Tiger which to me connects with the Michael Jordan experience that we all had when we watched the documentary The Last Dance and let me explain by that what I mean Jordan to me defined the 90s if you are around my age, and Dub, you're crazy young, so you don't even remember this, but if you're around my age, Michael Jordan was the athlete that defined the 90s. And to me, Tiger Woods is the Jordan generation. Tiger Woods emulated in many ways the way he carries himself, everything about his brand on Michael Jordan. And Jordan, we still love now watching on The Last Dance. But when we watch Tiger now, it's as if we can embrace the nostalgia that we feel for watching Tiger Woods from all those years ago, too. And this is going to feel like maybe a crazy analogy. But right now, one of the top podcasts in terms of attention is, it's just crazy, Mark Paul Gossler has never watched the Saved by the Bell episodes in like 25 years that he was in. And for those of you out there, that's Zach Morris. I got to meet uh, Zach Morris at a party 
And it was like, I, I felt like I was meeting Elvis, right? <laughs> Which is ridiculous. And I don't get starstruck too often. But Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell starstruck me. There is a huge demand right now for ni- late 90s era nostalgia such that Zach Morris has got a podcast where he is just narrating what his thoughts are on watching all of the iconic Saved by the Bell episodes. And there's a huge audience of people that want to watch that. Well, there's a huge audience of people that wanted to watch Michael Jordan basically narrate the late 90s of his career. And now I think there's a huge audience out there that loves watching Tiger Woods, not only for what he's capable of now, but because it takes them back to the experience they had watching Tiger Woods in the late 90s and the early 2000s. It's like we're all going back to the future again. And all those guys, you probably didn't anticipate you would start off your Friday morning on the West Coast if you're just waking up right now, hearing me try to uh, analogize everything with the Saved by the Bell cast, with Tiger Woods and with Michael Jordan, but they're all 1990s icons. And I just find it fascinating to think about what Tiger Woods represents, not only right now, as still a good golfer, but as that window into all of our younger selves watching him in the late 90s and the early 2000s, he is nostalgia personified, except he's still good enough to be the best in the world at any given major championship. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. We are joined now by Lance Taylor at Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be at the Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Vince Taylor on Twitter as we break down uh, everything in the world of sports and more. He hasn't been on with us in a while because he's been ducking down to the beach um, and having long weekends, which I don't blame uh, at all for him doing so. Uh, But LT, there's a lot to get into. And we started off the show talking about like how this is basically the greatest sports weekend ever. And that's where I want to kind of start with you. Is this a super sneaky, incredible August Uh, or what? I mean, I knew it was coming. But as you look around at just all of the available sports options, basically from noon to midnight every day, it's and, and maybe it's just so much more than maybe we would have anticipated because we've gone so long without any actual storylines to talk about. And now it's like NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, the PGA Championship is underway. And soon we're going to have you know legitimate stories coming out of uh, training camp in the NFL I mean, I've been calling this August madness, but it feels like major. It feels like the NCAA tournament on steroids. That opening Thursday and Friday of the NCAA tournament. Does it feel like that to you? It does, and I, I wish we could have it all the time. I know it's impossible, and obviously this is an atypical year. But you know, I'm digging the Major League Baseball. You know, I grew up a guy that really enjoyed a 162 game season, and even before the old wild card format in 1994, I was never a baseball purist. But I've always been a huge baseball fan, and then it dipped off a little bit over the last few years just because the game has gotten so slow. And 162 is way too many. And I've always yep. said 100 is the number, but now that we're a quarter of the way through the season and it just started, seems like yesterday, I'm absolutely loving it. And just the urgency, I think, because there's only 60 games in the regular season and the fact that you never know when they're going to shut down a series. So I've loved Major League Baseball. The NBA bubble, um, you know, it's it's worked so far. Um, you know, I think even the camera angles, I think we were a little concerned on, you know, what it was going to look like um, as far as spectators being in the stands. But, you know, I, I give the networks a lot of credit. I think they've gotten creative with that. Um, teams are playing with urgency. Um, you mentioned the PGA Championship, our first major um, you know, I just, it's, it's going to be an awesome weekend, man. Super excited about it. And then before we know it, we're going to have college football here. All right. I'll get to college football here in a sec, but if you could only watch one sport this weekend, what's your number one draft pick? Uh, it's probably going to be the PGA championship. And that's weird for me to say it's going to be that or the NBA. Um, just because this is our first major and I'm always in a major pool. And so I've always got some skin in the game and it makes it that much more exciting. So I think it's Saturday, Sunday, and I'm really interested to see what a Sunday final pairing is going to look like, you know, because I've casually watched a little bit of golf and it hasn't been that dramatic for me, but if it comes down to a final putt on 18, uh, late Sunday, the PGA championship, it's just going to be really strange with no gallery. Yeah, you know, it was interesting coming down the stretch of the WGC event in Memphis because it was Brooks Kepka trying to make a late run at Justin Thomas and he put the ball in the water and Kepka obviously had a great round yesterday on Thursday and so for that matter did Tiger Woods. How excited do you think uh, the executives were at CBS with the idea Tiger shoots a minus two? It would be knock on wood because I want him to be into the weekend too. It would take an epic collapse at this point for him not to make the cut after starting minus two tiger into the weekend in a primetime golf event where you've got the west coast and what i love about this is a lot of you probably did what i did on thursday night stayed up and watched this thing all the way until the evening same thing happening on tonight uh with friday night late night you can watch golf relatively speaking and then saturday and sunday too i just love west coast majors that allow you to watch them in primetime 
Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that I don't like about the British Open. Obviously, you know, I'm not really keen on getting up at four in the morning to watch golf. Yeah. So I agree with you. I love the primetime golf on the West Coast, especially when it pertains to a major. So really excited about that as well. And um, I would absolutely love to see Tiger on Sunday just be in contention. I think most people would. I mean, it's been such a strange year. I think it would be perfect for Tiger to uh, to actually be in the mix. There's no doubt at all. All right, you mentioned college football. You're at Jocks 94.5 Birmingham, big station, sports station down in Alabama, which arguably is the college football capital of America. What is your level of optimism about college football season now that we've got the ACC schedule, we got the Big Ten schedule, SEC, uh, you know, going to give us a schedule at some point in the near future. They're trying to iron out the details. And the coaches poll comes out with – uh, as we see it right now, Clemson one, Ohio State two. Well, I'll get to the coaches poll in a minute. Let me ask you this: Your optimism that a season, in some form or fashion, will happen? If you, um, I'm very optimistic now. Yeah, if I'm betting, I'm very optimistic there will be a season. Will there be an end to a season? I'm not positive. You know, I was fifty fifty a couple of weeks ago, but now that we've actually got tangible schedules to look at, uh, that's extremely exciting. And and I do think that we're going to kick this thing off. Um, I personally think the SEC has made a mistake now pushing this thing back to September 26th. I think, I think the Big Ten, the way they scheduled everything starting week one, I think that's the way to do it. It allows you some forgiveness on the backside if you do have to postpone some games. So I think they got it right. Um, but I, I would go 90% we get a start of college football, and I'll go 70% we get a finish. I'm going to be optimistic about this because I think Major League Baseball who even got it wrong on some levels with Marlins doing things they probably shouldn't have done and maybe the same with the Cardinals, at least they're trying to figure out a way to continue to push this through. I think it would be much more difficult if you have to cancel you know, one of your few in-conference games. Um, but I'm pretty optimistic right now, Clay. How important for your business is college football existing? Like in Alabama, in Birmingham, where college football is – Again, I think you're the heartbeat of college football in Birmingham. There are a lot of communities that love it, but the ratings data always reflects that Birmingham people uh, in your metro market watch college football at a higher rate than anybody. How important is it that the, that the season happens? Well, Clay, I don't know if you remember about a month ago or six weeks ago, Malcolm Jenkins, uh, Safety for the Saints, came out and he said, look, football's not an essential business. Yeah, and I, I totally disagree with him. Maybe it's not for him. He's been in the league so long, and he might have a pile of money. For me, it's an essential business. You know, uh, I basically pay two mortgages. You know, I've got an ex-wife. I've got kids. Um, it it means everything to to me and my family. I mean, you know, without college football, not only do I host a four-hour show, I also sell advertising. And you know what revenue happened or what happened to revenue once the pandemic hit. I mean, there just wasn't a lot of cash flow for a lot of businesses. I deal with a lot of mom and pops. And those same mom and pops that struggled in April and May are really, really going to a struggle if the economy completely collapses, which it will in markets around here, you know, from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa to Auburn. I just can't even, I can't even imagine throughout the Southeast. I mean, so much rides on this. You know, I mean, it starts with the television contracts and just how it filters down just to the everyday guy. Um, you know, and I just know what it's already done to me in such a short time. And I can't even imagine if for whatever reason we weren't to have a college football season. 
because I've got so many things tied in. You know, not only the advertising, uh, you know, doing the four-hour show, but there's, you know, nighttime gigs. I'm out three or four times during the week, you know, doing things for, you know, beer companies and different bars and, you know, just, just trying to make extra money. So without college football, and, and also, you know, for me, I don't know about you, man. I mean, it, it's my outlet. It's, you know, that in the NFL, that's, that's my hope. And that might sound sad, man, but after working a full week, man, the one thing I want to do on Saturday and Sunday is get on the couch and and drink and watch and gamble. And without that, um, you know, I know I know financially what it will do to me. And then you think about that will bleed into the holidays. Um, it would just, I don't know, man. It would be really, really bad. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people focus on the player aspect, and I think in general. There's not enough focus on all of the surrounding parts of a college football or an NFL or sports season in general, right? Uh, because there are so many people who aren't making millions of dollars a year at the very highest end associated with the sport. There are so many people out there that are connected, whether it's people like you and me through radio, which is, you know, look, there are other sports going on. We'll see what happens there. But as you just mentioned, I mean, the guy selling beer, right? I mean, uh, the, the, the ability for sports bars to open, restaurants that have a reliance on people coming in. I mean, it's really amazing, I think, to think about all of the different people who are connected in some form or fashion through their business to the sports industry. It's, it's insane. I mean, look, nobody's going to feel sorry for your illegal bookmaker, but there's a lot of guys out there that make a living, you know, running a book. And those guys are out. Uh, you know, I, I've got a website that personally had zero revenue for five months. Yeah. Um, you know, where you give so gambling picks. You, yeah, where I give gambling picks and people subscribe to it and their credit card is hit monthly. And right when those credit cards were hit, they were um, automatically, you know, they were, they were shot a refund. And that was for five consecutive months. Yeah. So completely dried up. And, you know, it's just small things like that, that that people really don't think about. And, look, and I understand we're not the one in harm's way. Um, you know, these are the guys that have got to go out and they've got to travel and, you know, and, and they get exposed and they're compromised a little bit more. But I just I, – I don't know what it does um, just to the mentality of the typical, typical guy out there that is really – that's raising a family and he's got a mortgage and he is so dependent upon income from this business. And I, you know, I don't know what the percentages would be. You know, I've heard so many different numbers and some are unrealistic, but you know, some make sense. I just, I know it's millions and millions of dollars, you know, on, you know, a a daily basis. And, you know, for a town like Tuscaloosa, we'll just use that as an example. I think I saw, you know, a home weekend generates $90 million that would be lost if they weren't playing home games. So I don't know, man, the fallout would be catastrophic. In my opinion, you saw what it did just three or four months and what we would call so-called off months for sports. And the ones that drive the bus in college football in the NFL, if something was to happen there, it would be bad. We're talking to Lance Taylor at the Lance Taylor, 94, five jocks in Birmingham. All right, let's go into the coaches poll. Got released yesterday. Number one overall, Clemson. Second spot, Ohio State. Alabama in the three. Georgia in the four. LSU, five. Oklahoma, six. Penn State, seven. Florida Gators, eight. Oregon and Notre Dame round out the top ten. Does anything jump out to you from a gambling perspective about who the coaches believe are the ten best teams in the country? 
You know, I think the interesting thing right there is Notre Dame. I guess they would have been there before. When you start to look at their schedule, their schedule's gotten easier. Would you agree with that? Uh, I mean, it's an interesting point. Um, I mean, I think obviously they already played Clemson. So I think there's just such a huge drop-off in the ACC in general. Um, and, and I've made this analogy before, and I know you're a longtime college football fan, and I think you'll appreciate it. I mean, Clemson right now in the ACC is like what USC was back in the day in the Pac-12, right? Where you just see a they're just head and shoulders above everybody else. And now with Notre Dame in, at least there's a top 10 caliber team there. Uh, but Notre Dame gets Clemson in, uh, in, in South Bend, so that would at least theoretically be an advantage to Notre Dame uh, in that game. But otherwise, I don't see anybody else in the ACC that can step to either of those teams. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think North Carolina's offense is going to be really good again with Sam Howell. I mean, you've got 2,000-yard uh, receivers coming back, two basic 1,000-yard rushers coming back, the offensive line. So I think uh, Phil Longo did a really good job of that offense last year. I think North Carolina will be able to score a lot of points. Will they be able to stop teams like Clemson and Notre Dame? Not so sure. Uh, but I do think the ACC obviously has improved with the addition of Notre Dame, which is so strange to even talk about. You know, there's so many unknowns going into the 2020 season. I think there's teams that could have, like, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they're 11-1, and one, but I also, or let me take that back, I wouldn't be shocked if they're 9-1, and one, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they're 6-4. and four. And one of those teams is LSU. And I don't know what you do with, LS, with LSU because they had arguably the greatest season in college football history going 15-0 and 0 last year. But I think there's going to be a major drop-off with LSU this year, and they're sitting there at number five, but I don't know what you do with them. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the challenge in general. They have a great deal of talent, but it will be an interesting study in how good Joe Burrow was because as good as LSU was last year, what do you think their record is? Uh, and they obviously went 15-0 and and played out of their minds, and they were one of the greatest teams ever. But let's just say they have a good, like decent quarterback instead of Joe Burrow, right? Like uh, uh, LSU having an elite-level quarterback is so mind-blowing to a lot of people out there because their offense was, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust for most years other than the one year they had Odell and Jarvis Landry and uh, and Zach Mettenberger slinging it around. Uh, but that's a team that I think was was really talented, but I think they're probably a 9-3 and three caliber team if they just have a good quarterback as, to, as opposed to a transcendent one. They remind me a lot of that Auburn year with Cam Newton where he covered up a lot of deficiencies on both sides of the ball otherwise with his otherworldly play. I feel like that's the case with LSU. Yeah, look, I don't disagree, and I think it was a perfect storm. I think Joe Brady did such a good job with that offense, and I think Joe Burrow was a guy that built confidence week in, week out, and then a tremendous collection of receivers led by Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase will be back. Um, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, not nearly enough credit in that backfield. So I think they had tremendous weapons. I think Brady schematically, um, you know, it's it's nothing we'd ever seen before at LSU. And I think not only the, the loss of, of Joe Brady, but also Joe Burrow. And I, I just don't think they're going to be able to replace that. And I don't even think they're going to come close to replicating that. And if you ask me right now, I'd probably put the over-under uh, for wins you know, it's six and a half. I think LSU's probably seven and three, maybe six and four this year. Uh, you mentioned the fact that uh, that you've been watching some of the NBA, and we're talking to Lance Taylor uh, at the Lance Taylor 94.5 on jocks. What do you make of Zion and the Pelicans? Uh, I mean, I know the Grizz have come in and been incredibly disappointing, but at least you can say maybe they overachieved during the course of the season, and they've certainly had injuries that have impacted their performance. But, I mean, for the Pelicans yesterday – 
in effectively a must-win game. I mean, the only team that the Pelicans have beaten are the Grizz, but they've got Sacramento, who's not a very good opponent. To give up 140 points to them and just get run, I mean, what in the world's going on there? It's like nobody really wants that eight slot. You know, Portland's playing like they want it. Uh, Memphis is just completely cashed out. They've hit bottom. And, you know, New Orleans, right, when they come back into the bubble, and I had the Jazz against them that first night. Uh, But, you know, the limit minutes for Zion, and I'll say this, I mean, Zion doesn't look like he's in great shape right now. Right. Um, He doesn't look like he wants to play a ton of defense. But you're right. I mean, to give up 140 points to the Kings, who I thought had completely tapped out. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what to think. You know, I mean, and you get teams like the Bucks and Lakers that clinch, uh, you know, one seeds. They don't look like they're overly, you know, happy to be playing right now either. I think this this playoffs. I think it's going to be really fascinating down the stretch. Do you um, buy? You know, I'm not content. I was yeah, no, say, I was I'm not say. confident right now. Saying saying the Bucks or the Lakers will win this thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you buy into the fact that there is a substantial gap from Lakers, Clippers, everybody else? Like, do you buy into that idea, or do you think this thing's wide open? I think it's pretty wide open, Clay. You know, in the past, it seems like when we had a one seed out of the West, they were a strong one, especially when you look at Golden State. You just don't have that. And I do like the unpredictability now in the NBA. You know, there are a lot of teams going into, or a lot of people that believe going into the season, the Lakers are going to be fighting to get to the postseason. That's right. And now, obviously, the Lakers have got the number one seed, but I don't have a ton of confidence. I mean, they, you know, with Rondo being out, Avery Bradley not coming back, I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of questions on the perimeter for the Lakers. I mean, obviously, you've got one of the best one-two punches out there in LeBron and AD, but as a Lakers fan, I don't have a ton of confidence. I'll be a little surprised if, if the Lakers were to win a championship. Now, you know, a couple of months ago before the pandemic, I felt pretty good about them. I just don't feel good about them right now. Uh, last question for you has nothing to do with sports. Uh, are you caught up now in Yellowstone and what's your, uh, what's your verdict on the show? Okay. So I'm through two seasons. So I'm okay. finally rolling into the third season. I'll be caught up in the next week or two. Um, it has become a guilty pleasure. You know, you yeah. and I talked about the pilot, the pilot hour and 32 minutes. I thought it was great. It was almost like a feature film. Yeah. I love Kevin Costner in the role as John Dutton. Um, I think Cole Hauser has been a really underrated character actor for years from days and confused to goodwill hunting. And I love him in, in his role. Um, he's a complete badass. but it's just so far fetched. I mean, I, I think we talked about this on your show, you know, you Bozeman, looked up Montana. the murder rate in Bozeman, Montana. Yeah, yeah. I think they've, yeah, eight murders over the last 15 years, and, you know, we had eight in the first three or four episodes. So <laughs> yeah, right. If I can I, if I can suspend reality for Dragons and Game of Thrones, it's hard to do in a show like Yellowstone because I just don't think it's needed. I just I really don't. I mean, you know, I think the cinematography, I think you've got a good collection of actors there. Um, I think the writing is really good. I just think they get out there with some of the storylines. I mean, when you let a bull go in a bar – um, you know, there's just some things that are just completely unbelievable, but it has become a guilty pleasure. I don't know where you are on it. You know, I, I'm one of those that I would recommend it, but just, you know, it's more for enjoyment, but that's about it. I've caught up with the overall show, so I'm watching it. And the, the thing I would say that I guess is an endorsement from my perspective is I'm watching it on the night it airs and fast forwarding through the commercials. And I don't even remember the last time I watched a show that had commercials at all, right? I mean, I you know, Game of Thrones to me was must-see television as it was scheduled, right? 
but I don't even remember the last time that I was sitting in front of you know a screen on the night that an episode airs. And I might start it 20 minutes after it starts, but I'm trying to finish it around the time that it finishes airing the first time. I mean, otherwise I'm watching Showtime, HBO, whatever it is, and not really even paying attention to when a show is scheduled. This I, I can't even remember the last time I did it. Maybe The Office? I, yeah, you know, I just started watching The Office a couple of years ago with, with my kids, and so that was a Netflix thing. So I was never on the office when it was on network television. I mean, I almost go back to Lost. I mean, it's been oh that yeah, that long was great. Yes, that was a long time ago. Yeah, We're watching that with we've my twelve-year-old. Yeah, we've had a DVR now for so long, so I can't even. I mean, that that's amazing that you're actually watching this in live time. Yeah, well, I'm not watching the commercials, but I'm starting at like 20 minutes later. But, you know, and my family was out of town the last couple of weekends. So uh, on Sunday night, I was like, well, I'll just sit back and watch Yellowstone. Uh, LT, appreciate the time, my man. We'll talk to you hopefully next week. Have a great weekend, Clay. Enjoy the sports. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. All right, several different things uh, that we still got to talk about in hour three. I'll give you a little bit of a tease early. John McClain is going to join us, and I think John McClain is one of the most, if not the most interesting guys to talk NFL in the entirety of uh, of the country. I mean, he's just been covering the NFL for so long. So we're going to get into a lot of the NFL-related stories with him. We'll talk some about the PGA, what we learned on Friday, and what we think going forward. Uh, sorry, what we learned on Thursday, and what we expect going forward on Friday uh, with all the rounds as well. We know Brooks Kapka is in the mix, as he always is. And we know Tiger Woods is in the mix. But what other big takeaways do we have? We'll get to some of that. But... This got me fired up, uh, and I, I, I have spent a lot of time on this program being one of the few people out there, because maybe it's just partly because we have such a massive police officer listenership early in the morning on the East Coast, uh, early, super early in the morning on the West Coast, a huge number. I hear from police officers all the time who are listening to this program. In fact, I would almost guarantee that we have at least one police officer right at this exact minute listening in all 50 states. And uh, you guys have an incredibly difficult job. I've talked about this before. As someone who was a lawyer, I got to do a ride around with the police before uh, when I was in law school, uh, shortly thereafter. And I feel like if you've ever seen what a police officer goes through on a day-to-day basis, just a late night in a back of a cruiser driving around and seeing what a police officer does, you will have so much more respect for the stress and difficulty of their job for not knowing from one moment to the next what might be happening, where threats are coming from, all of these different things. I'm not one of the people out there that says anybody in any profession is perfect, right? There are a lot of awful doctors. There are a lot of awful lawyers. There are a lot of awful teachers. There are a lot of awful janitors, right? It doesn't matter what you do for a living. There are people who aren't very good at their jobs that do your profession. But the vast, vast majority of police officers every single day are trying to do their best. And I just feel like we have been demonizing them beyond belief in the world of sports. And when I saw this story, I was like, my God, I am fired up about this. The Boston Bruins have a player, and you can go read about this on OutKick if you want to read about it. We wrote about it this week, but I haven't talked about it much on the radio, who wore a Boston Bruin uh, uh, shirt that also sponsored the Boston Police Department. 
Uh, so the Bruins, obviously, NHL hockey franchise uh, up in Boston, and the Boston police have a good relationship with the Boston Bruins, and that's obviously what you would hope is that whoever the police department is, that they have a good relationship with the pro teams and the college teams in your uh, city or town, wherever you live. And one of their players had on a Boston police T-shirt in uh, a few different social media posts, meaning that the team was just following around, taking pictures of the guy in the Boston police T-shirt. When the Boston Bruins shared those photos on their Instagram account, they had wiped out, photoshopped out, the Bruins, uh, the, the Boston police logo. The Bruins did this. And I saw this story and I was just in disbelief. Where are we from purposes of athletics in this country where teams are ashamed to be associated with police officer logos such that they are photoshopping out individual players in t-shirts to avoid there being a police logo because they don't want to offend anyone. I'm sorry, this is the height of absurdity. People need to start pushing back against the demonization of police out there. They canceled all these live police shows on A&E. They canceled cops. Somebody in Portland's complaining because kindergarten cop aired and there was too favorable of a story following the police there. This is absolute insanity. That you could have a situation where a player on the Boston Bruins is wearing a t-shirt with a logo for the Boston police and they make the decision to Photoshop it out to try to avoid offending anyone. I'm sorry, the Boston Bruins should be ashamed. And all of the employees of the Boston Bruins who made that decision should be ashamed and they should be humiliated over that decision. And if you are painting with a broad brush and saying that police officers are awful in this country, you should be ashamed too because the murder rate is skyrocketing right now as we are trying to take the job of police away. And I think athletes and teams should be ashamed and embarrassed over the way that they are responding with police officers. I'm not saying every police officer is perfect. When they commit crimes, they should be charged with crimes just like anyone else. But the idea that police logos should be photoshopped out of pictures of players, imagine the outrage that would ensue if a Black Lives Matter logo got photoshopped out by a team. It should be the exact same amount of outrage, if not more, over a decision made by the Bruins to not allow a player's T-shirt to support local police departments. I don't know what everybody else in the sports media is going to be saying or doing, but I want everybody listening in all 50 states right now who are police officers to know that I have got your back. I know you're not perfect, but we need to start giving credence to the thousands of lives that police save and recognize they are a tremendous part of the solution, not the problem. Athletics should be ashamed with the way that they are treating police officers right now. When we come back, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle is going to join us. I'm diving into the PGA event. We'll also talk about the NFL opt-out provision and what we've learned, if anything, from the NBA bubble and the restart in the NHL. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We bring in John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, one of my favorite, and I think one of the most talented guys to ever cover the NFL, does incredible work, has been covering the NFL for over 40 years. John, you've never seen anything like this season as we move closer and closer to the team that you cover, the Houston Texans, starting off the season on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs on September 10th. But I want to jump uh, right into it here. Uh, 66 total players have opted out, 17 starters. That represents 2.6% of the guys in the league, meaning while we in the media and certainly people who talk tend to focus a lot on the guys choosing to opt out, 
Another way of looking at it is 97.4% of all NFL players are opting in. Did anything surprise you about the process of the opt-in, the opt-out, as the NFL players have been returning to uh, to their respective facilities? First of all, Clay, thanks for having me on as always. And what surprised me, I thought there wouldn't be as many players opt out. The NFL careers are the shortest. They make the least amount of money. They make the least amount of guaranteed money. And I understand their reasoning. You either are high risk or you got family you're worried about that's high risk at home. The union worked out a deal with the players that was satisfactory with the players. But I just I thought there might be a handful and I was way off target. And other than the Patriots who lost the most, I think other teams would be happy. The Texans, for instance, lost a backup defensive tackle, Eddie Vanderdose, who I think would have had a hard time. Uh, making the team, and the Chiefs lost like running back Damian Williams, but they got Clyde Edwards-Alaire from LSU, who may be the most versatile back in the draft, and he's probably going to be better than Damian Williams. And a team like the Jets loses C.J. Mosley, who uh, played in two games last year after signing a monster contract to leave the Ravens. Now he's out this year. But uh, across the league, uh, there's one team that was hard hit, and that was the Patriots, and I guess that's a surprise. Do you think Bill Belichick was in any way involved in the Patriots players making that decision, or do you think it's a little bit of a uh, you know, it's just sort of a trend when guys look around and the two or three guys decide to do it, others think more seriously about it internally in that locker room? What happened with the Patriots that they had such a more substantial impact uh, of players sitting out than others. Do you think it was Brady leaving and going and they just don't think the team's that good? What's the story there in New England? I think uh, a lot of people said that for them to lose this many, especially this many guys on defense, on top of the defensive players they lost in free agency, they had seven starters or key members on the NFL's number one defense either leave in free agency or opt out. And people are saying, oh, that's Belichick behind it. He's tanking. He wants to lose to get Trevor Lawrence to replace Tom Brady. Anybody knows Belichick knows uh, tanking's not his in his system. So, no. Uh, I think one of the reasons they lost players, the price of their success. Those guys had won Super Bowl rings. Some of them have won multiple Super Bowl rings. Guys like Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, and Marcus Cannon. Cannon has overcome cancer once when he came out of TCU. I do not blame him one bit. And uh, so I think it was more the other players. I got my ring. Yeah, I got my I got my Super Bowl check, my playoff check, and and so I think that made it easier. Maybe deep down Brady leaving had something to do with it, but I think more it was guys. You go into the league, you want to you want to get paid, you want to get a ring, and those guys that have done both decided to opt out. And uh, if you took the 150,000, meaning you're not high risk, but you're worried about somebody in your family, you got to pay that back next year. Yeah, that is uh, pretty fascinating to think about. You talk to a lot of people around the league, and there's been a lot of ups and downs uh, through the draft, through free agency, all of those different processes. How optimistic are the people that you are talking uh, uh, with about the season taking place and the NFL finding a way to get it done? 
two weeks ago, Clay, everybody was worried about it. They didn't know what they were going to get when they got to their facility. They'd heard a lot about changes. They'd been told a lot about changes that were made. But until they got there, uh, they didn't know. And I think now, and we've interviewed probably seven or eight Texans players, all the, all the coaching staff about the Energy Stadium and across the street, their practice facility, and they say it's almost unrecognizable on the inside because of all the changes made because of the coronavirus pandemic. And uh, J.J. Watt called it something out of a Terminator movie. But as they have learned how to navigate the maze, the, the facial recognition doors, new dressing rooms, new cafeterias, places you can, can't go, they say literally every few steps they have sanitation stations and now that they're getting familiar with that and they're on the practice field doing conditioning drills and walkthroughs they feel more confident now what everybody's worried about they do everything right for six days a week they pay millions of dollars per team to prepare for the coronavirus and then they play a game and so until they play the game and the texans chiefs as you mentioned are first on september 10th at arrowhead stadium until teams actually play games and sweat bleed spit blows not on each other we're not going to know for sure a lot of players have the option of wearing shields they're going to other players say they will not wear shields so nobody has a clue, Clay, what the fallout will be until they do it. And the Texans and Chiefs are guinea pigs, and they'll get their test results back quicker than the other teams will because they play earlier. And if anybody tests positive, they'll have longer to come back before the second game. So it's an advantage to play that early game on Thursday night. What do you think about guys being disciplined enough to stay out of I don't want to say high risk because I don't think the players are necessarily under high risk, but high infection, maybe we should say, environments, right? Uh, if uh, if we were, t- I was talking about this with a guy you know well, Chad Withrow, 104.5 The Zone. We were talking about college kids. Well, you remember back in college, if there was a girl who said, I'm going to be somewhere and you're 18, 19, or 20 years old and you're interested in that girl, uh, I don't think there's that many college guys that are going to be disciplined enough not to show up where that girl is. Frankly, I don't think there are that many 45-year-old guys, 55-year-old guys, 25-year-old guys, right? Like, that's just the way the male brain works. Do you think these NFL guys with all this money at stake, we've already seen the Marlins and the Cardinals make mistakes in Major League Baseball. Are they going to learn, or does everybody think they're invincible and we're going to see a lot of bad decisions made by players? How would you assess this? Clippers guard Lou Williams is the poster child. Yeah, that's perfect. During the coronavirus pandemic, and he's 33 years old and a 14-year veteran. He had an excused absence to go to a funeral. He went to a strip club, Magic City. I know I've been to Atlanta 50 times, Clay, and everybody tells me, go to Magic City for the wings. And (laughs) next time I go, I'm going there, and I'm going to turn in a $3,000 expense account. It's a chronicle expensive for me, but... That was the epitome of ignorance and selfishness. And he also cost him two games because he was having a quarantine, and they lost the first one to the Lakers by two points. With Lou Williams averaging 18.7 points, 
a game. The reigning sixth man have been a difference in two points. I'm guessing he would have. So that ignorance and selfishness cost them a game that could be crucial down the line. Now, the biggest deterrent, you know, the NFL's told them, if you, and I don't know how they would know this, you know, say you went to a fraternity party and you're around 50 people and you were on top of them and nobody's wearing masks, and then you come down with COVID-19 and other people that you're around have to have contact tracing, have to quarantine, you can't say legally you got it at that party. So I think we're going to see lawyers involved here. But the fact is, the rules say you can't go into strip clubs, nightclubs, restaurants, indoor, anything with more than 10 people. And I'm sure players are going to be counting him. And Lou Williams wouldn't have been caught if his buddy hadn't taken his picture and put it on social media. He would have gone back and kept it quiet. So the biggest deterrent is this, Clay, and I'll use this. Bill O'Brien is an example where the Texans stand in front of the big room and telling his players, if you break one of these rules, you will be quarantined. You will miss games. That way you will not be paid. You could be fined. You could be suspended. And you're going to stand up in front of this room and tell J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson and Laramie Tunsil and all the leaders on this team why you broke the rules and you risk hurting your teammates and you taking money out of their pockets. I would think, Clay, some of the guys, that would be a deterrent. But as you know, we're talking about 21-year-old multimillionaires, and there's going to be issues around the league. I don't care what kind of rules they have. Yeah, it, it is uh, interesting to think about. We're talking to John McClain, Houston Chronicle. I know we talked about this a few weeks ago when you were on with us. What's your expectation for your coverage of the league? You've been covering the NFL for over 40 years. You're an NFL Hall of Famer in that respect. Uh, What do you expect for your coverage of the games to look like? What will you do, and how will it compare to past seasons? Uh, Past seasons, the teams report, and then the next day they're on the practice field, and so is the media. And you're there the whole practice during training camp. And after it's over, you interview the coach, you get in a crowd around him, and he's got the background of the team there. And then you stop players, you interview the multiple players, you're right on top of them. Now everything is Zoom in Houston, and there are 10 people in in every city that – we have to go through COVID-19 testing next week. We have to, like, players pass three tests in four days to go out there and to watch practice. And then afterward, we'll go into a mobile home that's on the proper property for us to work uh, if we want to. And what I, what I worry about, and it's an inconvenience, but it's the rules, and I understand it. The next week, Clay, I've got to spend about eight hours – on a Zoom call at Pro Football Hall of Fame, I'm on the seniors committee and the coaches committee. And ordinarily, I go to Canton for that. Now it's going to be on a Zoom. Well, the next day, I'm ready to go back to the Texans. I can't do it. i got to pass test again three out of four days. So that and somebody else would have come in and taken my place on the 10. As far as the actual games, I've asked the teams – have we heard from the league? Do you guys know? Is Houston Chronicle usually we get eight credentials for home games at NRG Stadium? We send three on the road. I went there at Stadium twice last year. 
if everybody's going to be six feet apart, there's a lot of media people who are not going to be able to get into that stadium, Energy Stadium in Houston, or a lot of stadiums because the press box is just not big enough. So I don't know if they're going to have auxiliary press boxes like the Super Bowl, if they're just going to turn down some outlet's request. But that first game, I'll be there. It's going to be on national TV. I don't expect any fans at Arrowhead Stadium, so it's unprecedented. We're going to have players protesting. We're going to have people taking a knee. So you need to be there because if you lie on TV for that game, by the time they come back from the commercial break, it'll already be all over social media what happened on the kneeling. And so I think you have to be there. But after that, I just don't know. You've covered this league for a long time, John. I think there are interesting examples kind of looking at what has been going on and what has been a really fun August just in terms of sheer amount of sports that are out there with Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, the golf tournament going on this weekend, the PGA Championship, one of the majors. It seems to me like the NBA is the only league that has said, hey, we're going to make statements politically all season long as long as we are playing. Major League Baseball uh, had an introductory, it seemed like, political statement. A little bit from the NHL, not very much from the PGA at all. Do you think the NFL is going to be more like the NBA, or do you think they're going to be like more like the Major League Baseball, the NHL, and golf in terms of what this season will look like for the league? Uh, I, you talking about with protesting? Yes. I think the NFL will be out there protesting every game. The NFL started with Colin Kaepernick. The NBA used to not kneel, and I was told it was against the rules. Every week on our sports website, TexasSportsNation.com, I get emails that I write in a mailbag with fans saying, I'll never watch the NFL again if they kneel. You know, I'm, And, you know, everybody has the way they feel about it. I, I respect everybody's opinion, but I think the NFL is going to be at the forefront again. Uh, and th- that'll be interesting in and of itself because, as you just mentioned, this is basically a television production. And unlike in years past, like you said, where there's a t- full stadiums and people are making decisions based on what happens or doesn't happen, I'm kind of fascinated. I don't know if you've thought about this very much. What will CBS, Fox, NBC, ESPN, all of the league's television partners decide because they could dial back their pregame coverage, right? And there aren't even very many people other than you guys in the media who might be there to actually report on what's going on. They're going to find themselves as in an intriguing position as well because in the past years, it seemed like they dialed back the pregame coverage in an effort to just try to make the television broadcast about television because they didn't want to lose viewers. They got advertisers to keep happy, everything else. That's going to be a fascinating subplot here, particularly because there's no fans present. It's basically a protest staged for television without any actual viewers present. Great observation, Clay, and something about the networks. They're going to put on every possible commercial they can because the league, every team gets $296 million uh, in TV money, and they're negotiating a new network television contract, uh, an extension, and then a new streaming contract. And if they get $296 million now, no telling what they're going to get down the line. Now, in those negotiations, the networks know that what happens this year is something that will never happen again. I'll guarantee you that first game, because you're going to have Patrick Mahomes, the best and most exciting player in the league, the Chiefs, everybody loves Andy Reid, the Chiefs 
coming off a Super Bowl, playing at home, empty stadium, uh, protest against Deshaun Watson. Texans won up there 31-24, then choked a 24-0 lead, lost 51-31 in the playoffs. And it's the only game in town on a Thursday night. I'll guarantee you, no telling what those ratings are going to be. I expect them to be the all-time high rating because you've got such a captive audience. And I can't imagine how high it's going to be in Kansas City since 77,000 fans won't be there. And That's right. I'm fired, I'm fired up about it because it's unprecedented. I hope we never have to see these circumstances and consequences again. But because it's a it's historic, it's so interesting about how they're pulling it off, how they're going to determine a champion. And I think it's just so exciting to do it. I hate to see it because you wish it'd be a normal circumstances, but it is something that everybody, if you're a sports fan, whether you're watching it on TV or not, you, you're interested in. We're talking to John McClain at uh, McClain on uh, underscore on underscore NFL. You can find him. I'm going to tweet out his handle uh, as soon as the podcast goes out. You can find me on on Twitter at Clay Travis. Uh, last couple of questions for you, and I appreciate all the time. You do fantastic work down at the Houston Chronicle. How much, if at all, is the NFL paying attention to Major League Baseball? And I know that Major League Baseball had major issues with the Marlins and now with the Cardinals, but it appears, hopefully, that they are going to basically have all 30 teams back as we go into the weekend. How much is what's going on with Major League Baseball, given the non-bubble environment, being followed closely by the NFL, and how impactful, if at all, is Major League Baseball's season on what they do in the NFL? They are watching them under a microscope. We talked to J.J. Watt last week, and he said, heck yeah, he's watching in baseball. You know, they're hoping to be able to avoid what happened to the Marlins and the team they played. And, Clay, I'll tell you something else. The Marlins have lost, I think, one game. And what if at the end of the season, their winning percentage gets them in the playoffs so COVID-19 actually would have helped them because they didn't have to play as many games and possibly suffer as many losses. But the NFL is watching them and seeing, are they done with it? With the Marlins and the Cardinals, is that it? Or could it possibly come back? But something that everybody's going to watch the NFL you can do everything right for six days a week. And if you're going to let these guys go out there and bang on each other for three hours on Sunday and Monday and Thursday night, you're not going to know the fallout till they do it. It won't surprise me if they don't have a bunch of guys test positive, considering everything they're trying to do for six days a week is to keep people away from each other. And that's something that other teams don't have to worry about. There's no doubt at all. Uh, as we leave, uh, let you go here. You are an expert on movies and television as well. I've caught up on Yellowstone. There's a lot of people out there still looking for entertainment options, even with all the sports back. What's something recent that you've watched and you thought, man, this is good. I think more people should be watching. I told you about Yellowstone the last time. That's right. Uh, I told you also about the new Perry Mason last time, which is about to have its final episode, and I had to get into it by watching the first one a second time, and now I'm really into it. But it would have to be your cup of tea, Clay, and it is my wife's, and she got me interested. We love to watch uh, British murder mysteries on PBS, and there's one called Midsummer Murders that goes back years, and we're trying to watch all of them, and if you like – 
old-fashioned murder mysteries, good acting, good writing, and no, not much killing other than the initial murder. No fights, no guns. Most of the time, you just you just use your brain to try to figure it out. It is something that is captivating. Outstanding, John McClain. I appreciate the time, my man. We'll hope to talk to you again soon. Excited for the NFL season to get closer and closer. Clay, thank you very much for having me on this morning. I appreciate it as always. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.